0: Former public protector Tuli Madonsela has provoked uh, a political storm recently when she suggested that public servants implicated in grand corruption should be given the chance to apply for amnesty. It's not a new idea either, but she appears to have misread the public mood badly. But it's more than just misreading the public mood. There are issues of law at stake as well. Richard Callan, Associate Professor in Public Law at the University of Cape Town, uh, is on the line from Germany. Richard, always a pleasure. What is uh, Ms Madonsela's proposal? Firstly, because she's not saying that this should apply to everyone.
1: Yes, thanks, Michael. Uh, good evening. Uh, first of all, I, I have to say, with all due respect to um, Advocate Madam Taylor, who I admire greatly for the role she played as public protector, I fear that her, her thoughts on this were, were somewhat uh, half-baked. Um, if one listens to the interview she gave to uh, John Perlman, last week and read some of the things she said subsequently it's not entirely clear whether she's offering or suggesting i should say an amnesty in the in the traditional legal sense of it, where somebody who has committed a crime not yet been found guilty but who clearly faces a criminal uh, conviction comes and asks for amnesty on the basis of something in return. And, and it's not entirely clear, first of all, what that offering requirement would be, the legal entitlement, And secondly, the, the even more important question of why. Why would you do this? Amnesty is usually a kind of measure of last resort. It's when the authorities have run out of ideas, and they're pretty desperate, and they're saying to the relevant community, come forward, and we will reward you with amnesty, uh, in return for the information that we need there's no evidence that that's what's required here in fact the country as you know michael in recent weeks we've seen the hawks moving we have seen the npa finally it seems getting some momentum behind them and serious arrests have been made
0: and that is the the big issue the question of timing around this uh, very curious because as you say the hawks uh, have at least been doing something during lockdown and that is uh, preparing all of these cases uh, the case against amnesty is rather strong, though, if if you look at the fact that uh, what we want to do is create a culture of accountability and a culture of deterrence. And that's what, uh, surely, international investors will be looking for.
1: I think a whole range of people, from the public right through to international investors and everybody in between, is very keen to see those who have caused such harm to this country in terms of the democratic states, and institutions and its investment prospects and the economy and so on. All of that was damaged by the state's capture project and all the layers of corruption that were built upon that project. And so to now say, well, some people should get away scot-free on the basis of a a, a rather, I think, fuzzy notion of of amnesty, I think misreads the mood, as you said in your intro, and I just think it's it's very bad timing. What we need now is to recognise that this is a country, so I with a strong rule of law, that is capable of holding those to account those those people to account who have uh, committed those kinds of corruption
0: acts and uh, one also has a look at this uh, from, a, from a legal perspective around uh, plea bargaining and, uh, you know, it's often used uh, as a tool to get those who are perhaps lower down in, um, in the, the chain of corruption here uh, to, uh, to reveal information in exchange for a plea bargain. Surely that would then remove that as a tool available to the MPA.
1: Well, well, that's exactly right. That was my argument in the piece. And I think, in fact, advocates, Madame Taylor, really was talking in those terms. She was saying the smaller fish need to help the prosecuting authorities nail the bigger fish. But the way to do that, at this stage at least, is not through amnesty, but by saying to them, if you are, if you are cooperative with us, if you give us all the information we need, then yes, you will likely receive a lesser charge. That's, that's the carrot. Uh, and you don't need to go the whole way to amnesty. All that does, and amnesty is to suggest to people in the future that they might get away with it. And that's really the last message we should be conveying at this point. What we want is the very strong message that if you commit acts of corruption, big or small, you will be held to account and you will face criminal charges.
0: Richard Kelland, member of the Advisory Council of the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution, CASAC, and also partner in uh, political economy consultancy, the Partner Noster Group, uh, with uh, his thoughts on an amnesty for corruption. Not a very good idea. Anne Williams with your news up next.